Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Sue Omenson. In this episode, we are continuing to focus on nature and health, how spending time outside in nature is so important to our health. Today, I'm happy to have as our guests, Angelique Karshman, our Nature Center Manager, and Barb Fricota, our interpretive naturalist who also works at the Nature Center. And they will tell us about a popular new program for young children and their parents called Nature Playtime. Welcome, Angelique and Barb. Thank you. Thank you. To start with, um, Barb, would you please tell us about this new program and what it is and who can participate? Um, Basically, it is a themed program. First session, we'll talk about bugs. Oh, kids love bugs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They love bugs. So it's unstructured. It's free play. So I bring out parts, or they call it loose parts. Like, for example, what would be a loose part? Tree blocks, rocks, plastic bugs, all loose parts. And they can play unstructured. It gives the children a chance to explore and try new things at their own pace. It's something that they might not normally do at their own home. Do they play with each other? Sometimes they play with each other. The age range is 18 months to 4 years old. When they're 3 or 4, they tend to play together. Oh, that's great that there's room for both. Yes. And the parents are there too, Parents are there, usually one parent. And what prompted you to create this program? So we um, want to connect children to nature, obviously. That's one of our missions here. But children really learn by playing. Mm-hmm. It's so important for them to experiment and to kind of, like Barb said, set their own pace and um, kind of uh, play with things that they're interested in. Um, and this really helps with their fine motor skills and gross motor skills. And as Barb mentioned, when they're 18 months, they're not playing with the, uh, the other kids. But socially, as they get older and a little more mature, they do start playing with each other. So it's learning that skill as well. Um, We also want to, when they're young, create awareness and appreciation for the natural world, because of course, they're going to grow up and be voters and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, adults. And it's it's good to start when they're young um, to learn about the environment and being sustainable. I think it's great too for the parents. Um, our, our world is so fast paced that it helps you to slow down. And there are some parents that you know, want to step in all the time and guide their children's activities. So for mm-hmm. those that want to do that, it's nice for them to realize I can step back and kind of observe my child and just kind of interact with them just a little bit. Or parents maybe that are themselves weren't out in nature very much, um, they can participate with their child and kind of interact with them a little bit more. And do you find kids are observing nature too, even though you have these things for them to play with? Are they noticing birds and things like that? Definitely, yes. They observe what's close to them, what's on the ground. So they're picking up sticks and twigs, leaves, acorns, walnuts, whatever they can get their hands on. So I'm sure nature provides plenty of that stimulation for them. Even though you prepare some things, you you know that there's going to be other stuff out there that they love to play with. And we call those teachable moments. So it's 
a chance for you know a child maybe to discover something and and barb could guide them in their discovery of let's say they find an insect you know and what color is it and what noise is it making and we do that for all of our programs but you know this is certainly an opportunity where we can do that as well there is a log on the other side of the bridge the okay. wooden bridge in the upper grove and it's always fun to watch the the children approach this log and kind of figure out what it what they want to do do they want to climb it do they want to walk on it and inevitably they always end up walking on the log so each session ends up going over there to the log it really depends it is it is requested by parents that we cross over the bridge and go to the upper grove okay so there's often a hike that's incorporated into the session maybe just a very short one Mm -hmm. um but it kind of like barb says depends some children will stay just at one station just right right um, interacting with the objects that are there so well that's nice that they they look forward to something like that and they remember it from time to time definitely and it's something things like this like actually using the gross motor skills to get up on that log and be able to navigate it and to know, you know, am I going to maybe fall off if I do this versus this? That's um, important Mm -hmm. in development of children is Mm -hmm. those taking those risks and learning how to, you know, kind of self um, navigate in situations like that. Children will watch each other as they climb this log and they learn from each other and they watch each other and they figure out how to do it. So I think that's really cool to watch. It's just this whole experimentation going on. They're curious. Children are 100% curious and I think we stop Mm -hmm. that sometimes. Mm -hmm. We have Mm -hmm. to just let them Mm -hmm. do what they do. Learning is a process. So yeah, you've got to kind of let them set their own pace and, and figure it out. Right. And what better place to do that than outside, right? Mm -hmm. When there's an endless amount of things to be curious about. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You never get bored outside. No, you never know what's going to happen. You know, a sandhill cranes could fly over or... A turtle. A turtle could be coming out to lay her eggs or, yeah, all sorts of things to to see the more outside. That reminds me, um, do you do this in all kinds of weather? We do. Showers and sprinkles of rain is fine for us to walk around in. There was a puddle in the field, and they had a ball in this puddle. They sure (laughs) did. Parents were kind of like, oh, my goodness. But they let their children stop in the puddle, and they had such a good time. What are some other programs that you host at the Nature Center and in, at Knock Knolls Park throughout the year that help families spend more time connecting with nature? We have a number of different programs that uh, families can participate in, um, one of which is a scavenger hunt that you can actually do outside using your smartphone. Uh, nice. So it's a fun nature scavenger hunt that's kind of updated throughout the different seasons. Um, and then that's free and it people is. can do it whenever they want, right? Yes. Yeah. They can do that whenever they like, even when the nature center is closed. Mm-hmm. And we do have a number of different programs we offer that are guided by our naturalists like Barb. Um, we have a nature discovery days, um, as well. Those are offered generally in the winter. 
um, where we open up one of our classrooms and people can do crafts and learn more about a particular topic, maybe about animals in winter and how they deal with that, uh, the cold and the snow. Um, and, but we also have family hikes that our naturalists will take um, families out on. Nice. And family nature nights are in the evening, so families can come and, and see the nature center kind of and the park actually at a special time when it's normally closed which is nice and different topics for that like we have an owl prowl coming up so we'll see if we can oh, call nice. in some owls are those on the weekends those, those are often on the weekends yes. yes so that we can accommodate families uh, working families and then we also have special events like our creepy critters day and oh, this year will be our popular. fourth annual yes where we talk about all things creepy and slimy and gross <laughs> kids love that. <laughs> yes. that and that's on a school day off too, that right? is that's always on columbus day so everybody can come join us then oh that's Sounds great. Um, and what are some activities that you would suggest for families who want to spend more time outside together just on their own, wherever they can go? Just getting out in your neighborhood, you know, going for a walk in your neighborhood. Um, you, it's fun uh, to go to different nature centers. There's a lot in this area, a lot of different nature mm. centers, parks or forest preserves that you could visit. Uh, maybe the nature centers you know, that you visit will give you some ideas on what to look for when you head out. Barb probably has some thoughts as well. If you live in a neighborhood and you have a retention pond, that is a great place to walk around and explore. You will see dragonflies and turtles and lots of other insects, so highly recommend that. Uh, what about gardening? Gardening is great. Kids love to dig. And one thing in nature playtime is digging. That is a very, very popular <laughs> thing to do. You give them shovels and buckets, and they will dig to their heart's content. So definitely gardening is a great thing. Brings them out there in nature, mm -hmm. in nature in your own backyard, and they are able to explore in their own gardens. They may find caterpillars. They may find mm. butterflies. And it gives them the opportunity to dig in the garden and weed the garden. Kids love to pull weeds. Really? <laughs> oh, definitely. I used to hate that when I was little. <laughs> I think you reach a certain age where you don't like to anymore, but when they're younger. <laughs> when they're little, yeah. They love oh. to pull those out oh, because yeah. they pull them out and they look to see what, what do right. I have in my hand. I have a whole plant. Mm. Yeah, and I would say I live in an apartment, so even when you have a smaller space, mm -hmm. as long as you have a balcony or sure. a patio, you can put things in pots, and it'll bring, you know, could bring hummingbirds in even, and oh, yeah. different, you know, types of insects to check out. I like to feed the birds, so that's another thing that you can easily do from a balcony if mm -hmm. you're, you know, kind of high up, so... Oh, Lots of opportunities good. to interact with nature, even right by your house. Well, thanks, Barb and Angelique, for being here. We we're really excited to learn about all that you offer for young kids and their parents. Thank you for listening. Be sure to submit your comments, suggestions, and questions for our mailbag segment through our website at naprovilleparks.org forward slash podcasts. Additional information on Naperville Park District programs and services can be found at naprovilleparks.org. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide recreation and park experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.